I am Budstein of Budstein, Budstein, and Peck, the legal eagle. <laughs> from your favorite show, Elite Eight Showdown. The podcast you are about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please visit ProfessionalCasual.com and go fuck yourself, damn. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. Also, every month we're going to be giving away any one item to a Patreon backer at the $5 tier or above. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the only podcast on planet God dang earth where we pick anything. And everything to face off an eight subject bracket elimination tournament. This is Elite Eight Showdown. I am, of course, I'm your host, Big Jug. And I am joined once again by my comrade, my cohort, my co conspirator, more importantly, my co host, Tim. Canceled before he even aired. France. Uh, that I was trying to be like an anime character there. Mm. Yeah, I thought I'd switch it up instead of just being fucking weird. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I've been canceled many times before I've gotten started. It's true. That's why I had to make my own network, you know? Some would, some would argue that you are the, uh, the the swamp thing of podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you were supposed to air on the DC streaming service. Immediately got canceled yeah. when it got announced. Mm-hmm. But who saved you? CW. Uh, CW went and aired your season, and it got picked up for a second season. Uh, yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. That's probably why I don't want to be here. That makes. Yep. That's a good one. That's fair. Uh, You know what else? You know what else we don't want? Yo, we got two new reviews this week. I though. know we do. What the fuck? Yeah. What are we up to? Like 15 now? 16? I, I don't know. Yeah, we're getting. I'm. We're actually like. Starting to get reviews. Yeah, which let's let's have a fucking conversation one second. Yeah, I'm gonna start calling out people who write fucking reviews here. Fucking fuckers. Listen. There's gonna be a lot of quacks when I when you edit this later, isn't yeah. there? Listen, Toasty Pants 19. This is what they wrote. This is probably my favorite one. <laughs> Five-star review. This is a podcast that has two male hosts who know about eight different parts of one topic. Yup. Now, I just read that like Jordan in my head. Yeah. I wonder if it's Jordan. It might be Jordan. Toasty Pants 19. Here's the thing. I only want really hurtful, mean things. I don't want exactly what this show is about. Right. I was really offended by this when you sent it to me. Really offended by it. Um, Stefan, who's one of my favorite people, left yep. a review. Yes, he did. And um, I had to read it several times because... Yep. It said, Buck and Jim are friends of mine, and I can't recommend their podcast. <laughs> Period. Yep. Enough. Period. But, seriously, my boss thinks I'm insane because I keep giggling like a lunatic at work. Kim, <laughs> you owe me a keyboard. 
Yeah, he's one of my favorite human beings. Yeah, same. It's great in the Discord. Uh, him and I have followed each other on Instagram for a while. Uh, he messaged me today. We had a great talk about the German chocolate built bars. He had ordered really? a, a, a variety pack. Oh hell yeah! And we just gushed about. Oh, I've got and I've got some stories about Bill Bar in our sponsorship later. So, mm. um, yeah, man, I am fucking. Uh, look, I don't know why. Why are we continually getting reviews? I don't want to talk about my 50 most embarrassing moments or my most embarrassing moments at 55 star reviews. I don't want to do it. Knock it off. Um, but of course, I think it's because, and here's my guess. Yeah. Um, a bunch of the shows on the network currently yep. are, are trying to get reviews. It's, it's super important. For yes. Us. Lost Omens is giving away character minis of, of the characters for mm -hmm. reviews. Um, Kapapa, you know, just ask people nicely for them. Um, no, I think they're giving away. They're going to be giving away stickers once they're ready. Okay. Um, no one's reviewing for either of those shows. No. Because they go there and they're like, yeah, I'm going to leave this motherfucker review. Yeah. And then they like don't want to be a vessel of negativity. So they sure. go to the only show right. on the professional casual network yep. that is neutral at best. Sure. So they come over to us. We are. We and they are. Describe what the podcast is, which actually is kind of what a review should be. Yeah. 100%. So thank you, Toasty Pants. Yeah. Thanks. I think it's Jordan. Like the, after I just read that in his voice. Yeah. In his cadence, I think it's fucking Jordan. My our goal is our goal has been to figure out whoever who everybody is. Yeah. I figured out which one. Uh, I figured out which one Bang was. Bane was. Big underscore Bane. Yeah. I figured out which one he was. He was Clarence something. Yeah, hmm. that's where I fucking remember Bane. Don't think I don't. Um, but, Tim, of course, professionalcasual.com. Hit the archives. Yeah. Check out all the shows that you've missed. Mm -hmm. There's 40 goddamn shows at this point. Yes, there are. We are cruising, baby boy. Cruising, USA. Cru cruising for the bruising. Actually, we are actually... India. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We're cruising both, really. Yep. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, we are getting close to... Like the one year mark, we're holy shit. Yeah, we are. We're like less than a month away. We started in March, huh? Yeah, because it's going to be weird because we didn't originally release weekly. Do we have to end the network as a whole once COVID is over? Yes, because we started it with COVID. Yes, once COVID is over, this now this at least this show will one hundred percent go away. Are we a symptom of COVID nineteen? We are. Yep. Oh, I just got chills. That and a fat ass. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I have COVID, by the way. No, I don't. Oh, shoot. No, no, I don't. That's okay. You're. It's actually a miracle because of my job, but no, I don't. I get tested weekly. Thank you. Just mm. like my STDs. This show got really fucking weird over the past like four episodes. Have you noticed? Yeah. Things are getting weird now. Mm -hmm. It's almost like we've started recording at night. Yep. Yep. It's really not, not much difference of an hour. It's just like three hours later, except I work beforehand now. Yep. And apparently... I'm not as young and virulent as I as I thought I was. I uh, I very much know that sentiment. <clears throat> There's nothing worse like than being tired, like being able to pretty much just work the schedule you were working, but now you're tired. Yeah, and then you have Gen Z kids reminding you how fucking old you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fucking. I think a lot of it's the commute. Because okay. when I show up here, mm -hmm. like say we're doing a marathon day and we have all sorts of stuff going on, okay. I can show up here at like 9 a.m. podcast for eight hours, then go stream at the store for on twitch for yeah. a couple hours then continue to do other stuff and i'm like fine i'm like fucking rigid the entire time right but when i have an hour drive to work mm -hmm. i'm dead by the time i get there 
Any yeah. coffee or caffeine or energy that I had or, or mental power is gone. It's just gone. And then on the way back, yeah, it just drains me even more. Crazy. Yeah. It's weird. Some type of weird vortex. But of course, there's also the store. Head over there. Check that out. And, uh, you know, check out all the... At, at this point, the Professional Casual Network has become the uh, one-stop shop for your live play D&D uh, Pathfinder 2 Warhammer games. And then this fucking show. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. That's all we got anymore. Yeah. Until the flagship show that you guys stream gets put up sometimes. When uh, yeah, we like put it. it up once for free on the Patreon. So if you haven't checked out the Patreon, we have some content there for free. Yeah. It's actually pretty neat. Yeah. Tim. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty apologetic today. Oh. Let's apologize to somebody. Sorry. We are so sorry. Please accept our apologies. You ever just hear a song and it just hits you? Yeah. Yeah. Makes my nipples, my already overly sensitive nipples very tingly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This week, Tim, we have to actually apologize to an entire group of people. Oh. Um. We... <sighs> We have said some pretty slanderous things about this community, about the fandom that they are. Um, we were really harsh. I mean, people on our staff represent this community. Yes. Um, and I don't want to say people. I mean, that's fair, I yeah. guess. Um, but I, I think a lot of the time the individuals that they are the representatives that they are you're making it sound like we have more than one of them no i just mean the community as a whole that i'm apologizing oh, gotcha. to. yeah yeah, yeah. no gotcha. no specifically on this we have one yes here um a diversity hire right pretty much a diversity hire uh, <laughs> but um we have we've pretty much made it a joke we we don't take their feelings into consideration correct um and that might be half the problem. Mm, it could be. So I would like to officially apologize. Uh, I think it was episode 10 that we did this. E- nope. Episode 11. Bros. Oh. I'm sorry. Not where I thought we were going. I mean, you kind of are the worst. Yep. But hey. Yeah. You know, I. this is okay. Realistically speaking. This is this is what I want to apologize about to bros. You keep rolling rock and keystone light in business. Uh, and- hey, yeah, you're you're keeping, you know, the uh, like Viper sunglasses mm-hmm. relevant. And had you not bought just overwhelming amounts of truly and mm-hmm. white claw, we wouldn't have truly lemonades, which actually are pretty stacked. really awesome. Yeah, they're pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had one, but I, I would imagine because it actually would like I would think give it flavor. Yes. Yes. Okay. It doesn't taste like seltzer, and I right. don't like the seltzer taste. I don't like seltzer. Either. But still, it's no carbs, no sugar, and 100 calories a can. So there you it's go. Like, Can't argue with that. All right. Uh, I will. I will very much say I am. I am genuinely sorry, bros. Uh, because as we've well established here on the show, men's mental health is not a real thing, mm-hmm. um, and doesn't therefore does not need to be taken seriously. Well, if it was a real thing, it should be taken seriously. Right, but, but it, obviously, it's because it's not taken seriously, right. it cannot be real. Right. So therefore, your feelings, emotions, and everything like that, you um, you don't have them. So mm-hmm. you can just be the dickish sentry robot that you, that you are. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. So. Maybe one day, maybe one day men's mental health will actually matter. Mm. 
I don't see it happening though. Yeah. Yeah. It would take two big things to happen. Yes. And that would be men acknowledging their own mental health. Sure. And number two, society as a whole being receptive to that. Sure. Neither of those things are going to happen. No, because then you're a fucking pussy. Then you're probably a fucking pussy. Yeah. So. Let's go! Let's go! Tim, it's, it's time for that hot opener. Yeah. I, I, I forgot what this one was. Oh, this one's kind of cute. Um, It is time for... I can't live without y'all. Would you rather? Wow. Yeah, I don't know where that was going. Uh, I did hire uh, Nelson to come in and sing that. Um, Of course, that was a parody, not a parody. They rewrote the song uh, Love and Affection uh, for that, but that was not the intro part to it, the guitar part. No. It's like, down, no, no, love and affection. Would you rather? Like that. It was kind of what I was more expecting, but hey, I mean, they just wanted $10 and have a meatball sub, so. Mm I don't know why those twins are going to split a half a meatball sub. It's like a quarter of a meatball sub. Like I would give them a whole fucking sub. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Tim, would you rather look 10 years older from the neck up or the neck down? Ooh. Um, this is a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, my scale at home yep. um, gives me my metabolic age. Okay. Which is currently 39. Oh, that's not bad because you're like, what, 42, right? Thanks. <laughs> um, not too long ago, though, it was in the mid-40s. So I, I've gotten that, that metabolic age way down. Yeah, you're cruising, man. But I'm actually like genuinely proud of your of your of your you know, shoot weight loss. Like I, you, you were actually, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're actually doing like a really good fucking job. And I'm actually really proud of you for taking your actual physical health because no one cares about your mental health Correct. into, into um, consideration. And you fucking defeated diabetes before that. And I'm going to pay you a compliment and make you feel really uncomfortable. I, yeah. I don't like it at all yeah, for a number really of weird. reasons. Uh, I don't like being a fat guy. Sure. And having people be, Oh, you're so skinny yeah, it's, now. It's no, the, I'm not. I'm still fat. Fuck you. Yeah. It's still, it's I didn't. That's why I didn't say you were skinny. I was just yeah, proud, I, I appreciate proud that. of your progress. Yeah, there's nothing more fucking insulting in the world than telling a fat guy that they look great now. Yeah, fuck you. I always look great. You yeah. can just see my dick a little bit better now. You're welcome. Right. Yeah. Fuck it. Anyway. Anyway. Um, pr- I'm probably gonna say from the neck down. Okay. Um, because. I use I use the face to get mm-hmm. people to see from the neck down. You know what I mean? Right. Like this is the moneymaker. This is the cover. You yeah. got to get past this first. You got to you got to like what's going on here. Right. To get to the rest. Sure. So you often like this, like most big guys dress like a lasagna. Yes. And dress in layers. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Three shirts at all times. Yeah, you have no idea whether like you're just a big dude, maybe you just have a lot of clothes on, mm-hmm. but it evens everything out. It does. Yeah, it makes it look great. It's uh it it takes the edges off. Yeah. Yeah. It rounds it out. Yeah. 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 So I would pre- so I I think from the neck down because if I've gotten my clothes off, I've already sealed the deal. You know? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm actually going to choose uh neck down as well okay uh a because i assume that my body um is already revolting so yeah, same. In, in 10 years from now it's not gonna be that bad yep uh but i don't need to lose any more hair than i've already lost and uh at this rate in 10 10 years from now i'm probably gonna be fully bald mm. yeah it's start shaving it early <laughs> i have a weird head yeah and i don't want to have to wear a hat all the time yeah fair yeah 
Yep. So I'm just going to ride it out and just. So the thing is, like, I have my dad's balding, but he was blonde. So it wasn't that noticeable. Okay. I have my mother's hair color, hair. but my dad's hair. Yeah. So you can just. Like I go to uh, Hannaford because they have that uh, at the self checkout. They have the eagle eye uh, camera. I always check to just see how bad it's getting back there. And it's always worse. It's never better. You know? Yeah. And I also don't do anything to help it. Like, oh, yeah, I don't take like hymns or anything like uh, that. No, just like I accept the fact that I'm just going bald and uh, hopefully I can find a girl who's just super into bald chicks, which is probably other than your wife. No one. So there's that. Tim, my wife is into bald chicks. Oddly enough, I don't know how you knew that, but yeah. 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 It's a vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a radar. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tim, this bracket, I'm actually super excited about this bracket. Okay. Um, I didn't have to write it. I didn't have to do jack shit for it. Our fans just handed it over. Okay. Um, Of course, arguably the most important person of the outside of the professional casual network. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Gennaro from comic book rundown. Oh he, shit. Yeah. He really likes, um, writing shows for us. Wow. So like once a season, he's like, Hey, I got a show when you're ready. And I was like, yes, please. Cause I'm, I'm the research team is running out of fucking topics yeah. already. We are 41 episodes in and we are already script. Cause I feel like there's easy ones that we could just hit and do, mm-hmm. but I feel like we need to wait till we're, huge in like russia and india right before we can really if we can get that russian crowd i think this like this shit could blow up or like germany yeah das rovia yeah uh i don't either no before i think it's russian i don't know though oh is it okay like i said i very legitimately don't know i just heard it before and it sounds russian das rovia yeah sounds Russian. people say it when they clink clink their um cups yes or 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 uh, guns. They're front heads. Oh, <laughs> when they smash heads. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's a greeting in Russia. Mm-hmm. You headbutt each other. Yeah. Also, have you ever seen the slap competitions in yes! Russia? Yes, dude. That's like my favorite thing ever. Yeah, dude. No way in hell I'd ever do that. I'm not getting slapped by a muscular Russian man ever. Right. Unless I'm paying for it, and even then, I'm not really big into like slapping. Like I'll. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I was going to get weird there for a minute, but I forgot we're trying to PG yeah. the show. Uh, Travis Fowler's kids listen to this show, so we should probably. Yeah. Yo, shout out <laughs> to Travis Fowler, though, and Travis Fowler's kids. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to the, shout out to the whole Fowler family. Yeah. She literally, he has a daughter who will literally say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels with us. And I'm just like, I love that. I really hope you that you cut it off at that point because yeesh. This is not a necessarily age-appropriate show for children. I thought we marked it clear. No. Uh, super shout-out to uh, the Cole's daughter, Lily. Yep. Um, not sure if they want me talking about their daughter <laughs> on this show, but um, they were doing bean sprouts at school, and uh-huh. she wanted to name her bean sprout Lucky, and the teacher wouldn't let her. What? I was like, wow, sounds like your teacher's like my GM, like a <laughs> papa, just a dick. <laughs> Doesn't let you do things that you uh, want because they're fun. <laughs> Why couldn't he name him Lucky? I don't know. Fucking rude. Yeah. Anyway, this bracket, Tim, it is the greatest show to only ever have one season. Oh. Joe Gennaro has processed and created a bracket of eight shows only containing one season. Uh, I've seen some of them. 
Um, but because Joe Gennaro is just the fucking greatest man on the planet, yeah. he wrote notes for us. Holy shit. So we've got notes to read. I'm going to I'll probably paraphrase them like I always do so well. So strap in, kids. It's one of them episodes. Bracket number one brought to us by BuiltBar.com. Head over to BuiltBar.com uh, and use promo code professional casual at checkout. Guys, let me tell you about how. OK, so like I know that like we've for a while have just been putting people on BuiltBar's dick because they yes. sponsor us. I they might be my favorite company ever. Right. I mean, so few things. One, um, go over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash professional casual. Give us $1 a month. Get access to that discord because I'm starting to drop when I because I now my job requires me to check my email four times a day. Yeah, I'm constantly getting when the bill bar sales actually go up. Yes, I've been trying to share them in the group um, on the main general chat. Mainly mm-hmm. didn't get those fucking sales up. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> we got cameras and shit to pay for and Tim needs like food to eat. So uh, bill bars. Yeah, specifically. specifically. Um, so I've been trying to like because like more often than not, when by the time I get to those sales, they're gone. Yeah. Shit sold out. Yep. So I'm trying to help our patrons get access to them. Um, you helped me get access to them too. Those cookie dough built bar bites. Yo! You're so right? all you had to do was buy two boxes of 18 counts, mm-hmm. which like, why wouldn't you? Because the price difference, it just makes so much more sense. Yep. And you got an entire 20 count cookie. 40. Oh, was it 40? There are 40, I think. And so for the promo, it might have been a 20 pack, but normally the built bar bites right, it are was 40 pack. It was a 20, it was a 20 count for the promo. Yes. But you got yeah. it for free. Mm-hmm. For free. Yep. The great probably the best bill. I you gave me yeah. one and I, I ate it. I literally blew a fucking load at work when I was eating it because I was like, this is fucking amazing. Yes, it is. Holy shit. Yeah. It was so good. And the do, do they even have it in the normal built bar flavor? No, they don't. So it's only in bite form now, mm-hmm. and it's probably already sold out. I would guess. So, you know, you know, patreon.com slash professional yeah. casual. I'm gonna start is every time every time a sale goes up and 15% off across the store. The sale's been going, I think, all month. Yep. Stacks with the ten percent. Stacks with ten percent off for using code professional casual. And here's here's why uh, the company is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, my order, my first order, because I put in one order and then I had ordered the one to get the free. Same. I cookies. just put one in yep. and then I, I saw you post that. And I was like, yo, shit, we got to get those. Yeah, one hundred percent. I just put it because I got the puffs because I wanted to try them. Mm-hmm. I got uh, the free broth and I got just the coconut. I have no idea why I bought just coconut, but I bought just coconut. Um, my order got stuck in Pennsylvania because of the snowstorm. Oh. One of their reps reached out to me personally and gave me a 25% off discount code because my order wasn't going to be there on time. They are such a stupid good company. Like, there was no reason for that. They did not have to do that. Yeah. And, like, usually if you're a repeat customer, they'll send you stuff all the time. But specifically, they're like, hey, we noticed that a lot of, like, East Coast stuff got held up. It didn't get to you on time. We're really sorry. Here's 25% off your next order promo code. Their tracking is fucking spot on, too. So good. So good. I mean, a new exactly. Like, hey, it's going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. All right, yeah. sweet. And like, there it is. And I, I got was so fucking excited when it came today. I was yeah. so excited. Billbar.com is like fucking. You guys best. probably think that we're overselling it. We're no. not. You once you once you've sat on Billbar's dick, uh-huh. you don't want to get off. Nope. One hundred percent. You do not want to get off that dick. Nope. No. You will get off. Yep. It's not off that dick. Nope. No. Nope. You're gonna turn that thing to a pickle. Hashtag I'm built. 
<laughs> I love it. And they're starting to sponsor like uh, video game people now. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that we can pick up some shit. That'd be rad. Yeah. We should probably plug it on Twitch. I'm glad we had this meeting. Anyway, um, <laughs> our bracket number one, it's Freaks and Geeks. Oh, okay. Going up against Firefly. I mean, I I would argue probably finals right here, but I guess we'll see. Um, eh, you forgot that Tim Francis here. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So let's talk about Freaks and Geeks. Tim, it's arguably, I would think it's A, your wheelhouse. B, it's a bunch of nerds. They make D&D references all the time. It was aired in 1990. Started in 1999. It's got all of your favorite Literally fucking actors. All of my favorite actors. It's got Seth Rogen. It's got um, James Franco. James Franco. Uh, thank you. Uh, like a bunch of just Jay. Can never remember his last name. He ended up being one of the main characters, and this is the end. Yes. Yep. But Freaks and Geeks. Um, it was a fringe student. It's fringe students coping with life in Michigan high school in the 1980s in this critical. Uh, favorite stories focused on a sophomore Leslie Lindsay sorry uh, who <laughs> who discards her straight A image to hang out with a bunch of with the burnt out crowd and her freshman brother Sam who's tormented by the bullies uh, but gets moral support from his nerdy pals the series may have been too painfully realistic and it has and it and it had failed to find uh, anything beyond its cult following. Um, I know a lot of people who are like, we're obsessed with this. Yeah. I, re- I know, My actual first introduction to the show was I Love the 90s. Yeah. Because um, they did a segment on it. And one of the things I ever I remember was uh, one of the guys who was like a DM in the group. He goes, our D&D game is going to be great tonight. Want to know why? Two words. Ancient Babylonia. And for whatever reason, I just thought that was the funniest fucking thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. Um, I've watched, I think I've watched one or two episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's fucking hilarious. It's, it's kind of weird and dark. Um, it, 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 it depresses me because it reminds me a lot of high school. Burechelle. Jay Burechelle. Maybe. Never mind. Sorry. Okay. Is that what you've been trying to figure out? Okay. Um, but man, like the show was so good. Like, it really was good. It only had one season because it was on Fox. All of those people are still acting today, yeah. you know, too. Some of them are voice actors. There's yep. two on there. Specifically. I can't think of the actors' names, but uh, they are all still working. Yeah, that, that was, like, literally, like, a like a, uh, a prelude to powerhouses. Yep, 100%. Um, it was really, I think, like, for our, for us and for our fan, well, the fan base of the network that isn't this show um, because there's only eight people except for the billions in India that listen. Right. Um, like th- that show Travis Fowler's family, and Travis Fowler's, <laughs> the entire Travis Fowler family. Yep. Yes. Um, like specifically, man, they like they hit it. They like we didn't grow up in the 80s, but the 90s were damn near the same for that that genre and that late 80s and early 90s were yeah yeah i mean like realistically the 80s didn't end until like 1994 <laughs> right you know like so yeah. Uh, it was such a it, it ended in Seattle with yeah. uh, Kurt Cobain's skull <laughs> is when the 80s ended that's you're not wrong and it was 92 I think yeah uh 90 th- or was it 93 92 four? is I think when they came out oh gotcha I think was like when they really made it big that's when uh, Mer- uh Smells Like Team Spirit dropped maybe yeah. somewhere around there yep. uh and then shortly I think it was like maybe maybe it was 94 he 94, 94 and stiff in my head for some yeah. reason so um market crashed yep and so. so did his body when it hit the ground. Yep. Are we are are we still in agreement that uh, 
it like or have we finally figured out that it like he didn't actually kill himself oh it's courtney love right yeah that's that's the thing i've always heard yeah is that like it was courtney love and it wasn't goldberg who blinded bret hart those are like the two things right yeah those are the those yeah are the, those are the only two yeah those are the only two for sure for sure. But it's going up against Firefly. Tim, mm-hmm. a sigh. Here's the thing. I've never watched an episode of Firefly. I have no idea why. Uh, no, I have. I take that back. I have watched Firefly. Um, it was all right. I liked it. I liked the movie Serenity. Thought it was really good. Yeah. I don't know why I've never given Firefly the opportunity because it's outlaw Star Trek, right? Yes. Like, essentially, that's what it was. The show explores the lives of a group of people, uh, some from who fought on the losing side of a civil war, who make a living on the fringes. He loves that word, fringes. Mm. Of society as a... I think we're going to see a, a pattern here. A lot of fringe groups. Yeah, but Fringe got, I think, three seasons on Fox, at least. So That's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> that's true. Um... But they were like, yeah, they were like fucking space cowboys. Yeah. And uh, like. I'm trying to think of all the actors that were in it that Alan are Tudyk. Thank you. Yep. He was like in it. Wash. Yep. And that guy everybody loves. Nathan Drake. Who yes. Looks like Nathan Drake. Yes. Isn't Nathan Drake. He isn't, but he looks like him. Yeah. Peter North. Um, it no, was a- not Peter North. That is it. Nope. That's a nope. Sorry. Don't Google Peter North. He is known for much different films. Oh, like documentaries? Yes. Okay. Like reenactments? Yes. Okay. And how-to instructional videos. Oh, okay. I'll check it out later. He was on The Man Show. That's the only reason I actually know his name, but... Oh. Why can I not think of that dude's name? He was in Dr. Horrible Sing-Along blog. Yeah. Nathan Fillion. Oh, there you there go. There we go. There you go. Do you feel better? No. Okay. But, like, Firefly... You want to talk about die-hard fandom... Mm-hmm. There are people, shout out to Jordan, uh, st- who still obsess about this show. Yeah. Uh, shout out to shout out to Colorado. She also fucking was obsessed with this show. It's a shame. Yeah. Uh, Firefly for me is very much like Doctor Who. The fans are sometimes too much. Um, Firefly used That's to hold fair. that crown for me. Yeah. Um, but Doctor Who surpassed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, it does actually seem very good. It's only six episodes. Right. Um. And the quality is apparently off the charts. It was. Uh, it, I really yeah, like really Alan Tudyk a lot, and mm-hmm. the the clips and stuff I've seen of him as Wash. Um, the show's literally right up my alley, but I right. refuse to watch it because of the fan base. No, actually, because of a grudge uh, with uh, enemy of the network Richie Whitmore. <laughs> okay. Who I loved the movie Smoking Aces. Uh huh. A oh, great movie. Right. Fucking amazing. Movie. And was trying to get him to watch it. Yeah. And at the same time, he was trying to get me to watch Serenity. Yeah. Uh, and we had this thing where I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna watch Serenity until you watch Smoking Aces." And he's like, "Fine, fuck Smoking Aces. I'm never gonna watch it, and so you never have to watch Serenity. And enjoy yourself." And we did this for years. Oh. Um. So I have not watched any of it, uh, specifically. Uh, as a grudge, I did tell Dan I watched it mm-hmm. to get him to watch some Letter Kenny. Okay, um, but I lied to him. That's fair. Also, I don't see Dan liking Letter Kenny, right? Because it's enjoyable, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's not. It's not dry black and white, uh, straight cut superhero stuff. That's so, true. No, uh, that's that's fair. So that's, he, a, that's a legitimate complaint yeah, of Letter Kenny. Yeah, it is. It is not that. Is although it is probably more progressive than in any comic book cartoon series in the past like 10 years yeah so 
Yeah. Don't know why you don't like it, Dan. Maybe you don't like progressive things. Hmm. How are you now? Oh, pretty good. And you? You better let that one marinate, Dan. <laughs> but Tim, we got to pick a winner here. I mean, so like, but let's talk about Firefly. I, I will, I will come to the defense of Firefly fans. It was a really good show. Mm-hmm. It was very well put together and it just fucking got canceled for no reason. Yeah. They didn't even give it a chance to finish its season out. Right. Right. I would be mad too. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who fans can shut the fuck up. Right. I, I will agree because their show at least has continued. And we've already apologized to them. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to put it back on the list. Right. I mean, again, I, I like Doctor Who for a hot minute too. I probably would like Firefly a lot. I might even, maybe one day I, when the I'm sitting The fact that it's home, only six episodes and that I've seen clips from it and that I already know that it is a quality product right. has almost I've almost just pulled the trigger and watched it several right. times. I just haven't gotten around to it. I, I will. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've pretty much seen it at this point. Really? Right. Realistically, it's kind of like how I am with like uh, Michael's and Vinny. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've, I've like I've seen all the funny parts from it that mm-hmm. I don't actually need to sit down and watch it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen minute 20 to 40 yep. of Happy Madison or Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison probably. 2000 times sure. because of like USA. Yep. 100%. I have an idea of how the show ends, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but Tim, we got to pick a winner to move on here between freaks and geeks and firefly. The greatest show to only have one season. Here's what I'm going to choose. And this one actually, this, so this for me could be, you're right. Absolutely. Could have been the finals. Yep. Um, and I'm going to move ahead freaks and geeks, Oof. but here's why. Oh, man. And it's on a, it's only on a technicality. Okay. Firefly did not get its full first season. That's fair. Okay, I I I know we're gonna get a, I'm gonna get a lot. Well, no, the, other otherwise, th- this would have been a very tough one to choose. Sure, but because there was a technicality there for me right. to use as a big old crutch, right, to get onto bracket number two. That's what. Um, and 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 to be totally honest, um, I would say that I'm gonna get a lot of hate uh, messages about that, but um, they don't listen to the show anymore uh, because you just voted out Firefly, so it's fine. Um. <laughs> Bracket number two brought to us by your Monday night crisis fight. That's right. Hella tight. Hella tight. It's Oh Yeah, the Power Face over at twitch.tv slash professional casual network. Of course, every Monday night, 7 p.m., check out Marvel Crisis Protocol. Uh, Danny's destroying over there. Yeah. Danny is undefeated. The only undefeated entrant. Yeah. On the Monday night crisis. Technically, you're still undefeated because you've never lost a clean game the only the the one yeah, game, i didn't play a clean game until i played 18 <laughs> weeks in a row that's true that's fair so um the clean and not being a clean game was not on anyone else's uh bag but mine <laughs> that's that's also true um but of course like just head over to twitch.tv slash professional casual network because you never know where we're gonna go live yeah you hop in there Say hello. We actually got some pretty good fans over there. Yeah. Um, you guys are streaming uh, the flagship show sometimes. And, of course, Dan on Sundays is talking about Warhammer stuff. Yeah. So, you know, go go give him a little attention. That's all I ask. Thanks, everybody. It is my so-called life going up against Clone High. Uh, my so-called life, 1994, set at the fictional... Liberty High School in a fictional suburban uh, suburb near Pittsburgh. I already fucking hate it. Called Three Rivers. It follows the emotional trivials of several teenagers in the social circle of the main character, 
Angela Chase, played by Clara Danes. Clara Danes. Clara, Clara Danes. Clara Danes? What yeah. did I say? Clara? Yeah. Oh, Clara Danes. Clara. Danes. Clearly, audiences didn't know what they had until it was gone. Uh, when it came to this show, according to Mr. Gennaro, as my so-called life is now considered one of the best, most classic teenage dramas of all time. Plus, it gave us Claire Danes in her breakout lead role. We were not worthy, he says. Um, I forgot how stupid hot Claire Danes was. Yeah. I also always thought her name was Clara Danes. So mm. that's why I said that. Uh, Claire Danes. There you go. Um, she's stupid hot. Stupid hot. I can't think of one other thing she's ever been in, but she is stupid hot. Yeah. Yeah. So I am. I don't remember this show at all. I, I don't either. I think I was maybe just a little bit too young for it. I think I was too. It was like a, it was more like a teen. Yeah. You might actually not know this. Uh, uh, Joe Gennaro is a vampire. Um, oh, he looks like he might be in his mid thirties. He's actually 126 years old. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, Joe, like you look fucking great. Yeah, he looks bro. great for a vampire. Wow. A lot of color in his face. I'm very surprised. Mm -hmm. um, but man, let me let me tell you about Clone High. A, yeah. a now TikTok sensation. Yeah, I had never heard of Clone High until yep. TikTok. The, I like your funny words, Magic Man, or whatever. I can't do the fucking voice, but <laughs> Clone High is set in a high school in a fictional town uh of I'm not even trying to pronounce that because I'm killing it already. USA um, that is secretly being run by an elaborate military experiment orchestrated by the government office called the Secret Bureau of Shadowy Figures. OK, OK, uh, he's got my attention. The school is entirely populated by the clones of famous historical figures. I don't remember this show at all. This sounds a fucking amazing. Yeah, I need to watch this yes. really badly. Um, that also, has, it has been sorry. No, go ahead. Oh well, uh, that has been created and raised with the intent of having their various strengths and abilities harnessed by the U.S. military. This animated series, oh, it was an animated series. Oh, I'm yeah. even, I am even more on board. May have been too much for audiences at the time. The premise surrounded a group of teens that were living clones of historical figures such as Abraham Lincoln and Cleopatra. It's too bad because the MTV show, this was an MTV show. Yeah. Oh my God. Was uproaringly laugh funny. And it filled with uh, the kind of clever pop culture references that make him feel pure joy. He says, yes. Uh, when you realize and understand the joke, this I, show would be a juggernaut if it was on TV today. What this sounds a juggernaut. It sounds like, Something Adult Swim would green light immediately. Yes. Immediately. Yep. This sounds fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know people who said, oh, yeah, I used to watch that all the time. Yeah. They apparently, I don't know if it was on MTV or MTV2. Until I realized what the show was and where it was from. Yeah. I've been seeing memes of this fucking show for 15 years. Yeah. The never knew. what? Guy right. is from that. Oh, is he really? The, the fucking the oh, Magic shit. Man okay. thing is from this guy. It's from yeah. the show, like... Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're uh, all the JFK shit. 
Like I, I realistically think I would really like this show. Yeah, I need to watch this. Very yeah, this badly. sounds fucking awesome. And because it's animated, it's gonna feel. It's gonna have that timeless feel to it. Can I just say really quick? Fucking shout out to Joe Gennaro. Joe Gennaro. Not only does killer. he write us a bracket, he pretty much gives us eight shows that we need to watch and we'll <laughs> yeah. actually fucking enjoy. Yeah, he is. I. Everyone needs to go listen to the fucking comic book rundown. Yeah. Um, because this is this is fucking Joe DeNero's the new built bar. Joe, you're gonna put so many people on your dick. <laughs> you are gonna get huge in India, bud. Like for sure. Uh, so we're talking about Clone Wars versus my so-called life. I don't think that this is that close. No. No, because well, just based off these synopsis, right. I want to go watch Clone High right now. Yeah, I don't want to record another episode tonight. No. I want to go home and eat yeah. these awesome trolley things that you got me. And no, I didn't get those for you. Stop telling people that I do nice things for you. I guess we can at least say that it's not nice because I've been insanely good about avoiding that type of food completely. Uh-huh. Yeah. And every week when I show up, yeah. you have now two bags. Yeah. Literally, I'm going to kill you with kindness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Clone High moving on. Clone I mean, I love, I love, Jesus Christ. I yeah. love Claire Danes, but we need to, we need to hunt down this show. Yes. If this show does not become a meme on this show, I'm going to mm-hmm. be furious at this point. Yep. Um, also, uh, just real quick, I have actually super come to learn that I just super come. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, sometimes. Oh. I would argue the last two times I, I came, they were way bigger than I was expecting, but it had been a year since I had sex, so I yeah. had a lot, of, a lot of built up. Yeah. Also, you were at a higher elevation, right? So it makes it like different. You got to preheat the oven at a different temperature. Um, Otherwise, you flakes fall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Also, you're, uh, you can use that as an excuse for why you gas out early because you're just out of shape. Um, bracket number three. But oh, what I was saying. Um, I have learned that uh, me doing nice things for people, people fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. People don't like it when I do nice things because, like, if I see something or if I notice something or if I, I like, I'll just fucking do it for you if I consider you uh, someone that I care about, right? Uh, I have learned. It makes people really uncomfortable. I don't know if it's because it's me and people are like, no, Charlie's like a fucking asshole to everybody. Like, why would he be nice to somebody? It's because of the implication. The implication of what? They could say no, but they're not gonna. Because of the implication. I'm not gonna rape them. You're 50 miles away from shore, alone (laughs) on a boat. (laughs) Are we really making a... It's always in Philadelphia reference? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to clarify that's a... Yeah, that is yeah. a reference. Yeah, that's a reference. That is not Tim's personal feelings no, on this show. No, 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 no. Because holy shit otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've just super learned that uh, I need to not do nice things for people anymore um, because it makes everybody uncomfortable because uh, they're... They don't know how to take it. Just like we don't know how to take out the trash, but thanks to Bearded Dragon Games, the only sponsor here on the show that helps us take out the trash head over to bearded dragon games online get all of your nerd paraphernalias mm-hmm. magic the gathering pokemon uh Yu-Gi-Oh, dungeons and dragons, dragons pathfinder pathfinder 2 warhammer fantasy roleplay warhammer 40k card games board games other games sex games yep. handcuffs yep dragon shaped dildos i will do have that there get uh squishmallows they have, yeah they have uh the angry octopus squishmallows that you flip inside and out oh and your fucking marvel crisis protocol shit bro yeah that's where i get all mine uh 
Inhumans are dropping next week uh, at the time of yep. this recording. Yep. So probably when this drops, they'll they'll be out. They'll be out. Yo, I'm so hyped for Lockjaw. I have you seen his? Did you see his card? I we'll talk about it. Card, we'll talk yeah. about it on. Uh, wait, wait, did I roll a wild? A Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog, which we have to shoot uh, because we don't have a show for February. Right. Yep. Anyway, uh, bracket number three. Oh, use promo code uh, professional casual at checkout. Get yourself free shipping domestically. Online. And once again, as we've discussed on this show, only listeners of this show get the special bonus of if you order $100 or more from yep. Bearded Dragon Games online and use code professional and casual at checkout, yep. Anthony will include 10% extra shipping. Yep. <laughs> Forgot about that. It's Constantine. Not the movie with Keanu Reeves. Right. This is the show from 2014. I didn't even know it actually existed. I uh, thank God he wrote notes. I did go check it out. Um, I watched like a little bit of it on, yeah. on YouTube. I actually probably would have really liked it. It came out at an unfortunate time where there was a lot of other shows like this coming out mm-hmm. of that premise of like, it's kind of a, a solve the mystery of a week, not the mystery of a week, but like Lucifer right. or Hellstrom or what what network was it on do you remember i i want to please please don't take this the wrong way yeah i want to say the cw i i well constantine's a dc DC show so i would assume that it was on um i believe it was i it would make sense Um, but it wasn't it did not ring cw show to me right right um of course john constantine a demon hunter dabbling in the master and dabbling master of the occult must struggle with his past sins while protecting the innocent from uh the the angry supernatural threats that uh, constantly break through to our world due to the rising darkness balancing his actions upon the line of good and evil constantine uses his skills and a supernatural scary map uh to journey across the nation and send these terrors back to their own world all for the hope of redeeming his soul uh and eternal from eternal torment. It was a fun and humorous adaptation of the comic book. Joe Gennaro says um, this series had potential to be a digestible show for superhero lovers. Yeah. Uh, however, it had uh, given the dreaded Friday night slot. Oh yeah. You can't put anything on a Friday night um, and right. was killed pretty quick after friday nights are like legitimately hard yeah you no show i don't know any show that has aired on a friday night and survived right it's difficult to keep the lights on that's why they have that show friday night light god damn i'm it. pretty sorry. i sh- i saw it coming a mile away and i did not <laughs> stop you and i have no fucking idea why um but even that show aired on a tuesday did it really yeah friday night lights i'm pretty sure aired on a tuesday I mean, huge. I mean, it was successful. So I guess I do now. Yeah, pretty much. But um, man, I, I would have probably really dug this show if it wasn't on a Friday. Yeah. Um, but it's going up against a show that I think I remember. Uh, Erie, Indiana. I do remember this one. It do had you? like goosebump vibes. It was, yes. Yes. It's 1991. It's basically, he says, basically a cross between Twin Peaks and Stranger Things. This bizarre, bold mystery set in a suburbia was simply ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. The series revolves around Marshall Teller, a teenager whose family moves uh, to a desolate town in Erie, Indiana, population of 16,000, 
661. Ooh. They showed that population sign in the intro all the time. Too. Did they? Okay, okay. I, I think I would... So this sounds like a precursor to Supernatural. Kind of. like like Kind of like that fan base. Yeah. Which I loved the first season of Supernatural. Couldn't give two... Like, I got to season eight on Supernatural and I just fell off. When they brought in the Leviathans, I was like... Okay, I don't know where they're going with the show anymore, and it's lost my interest. Yeah. I loved the the hunting brothers aspect of it, mm-hmm. and that was like four episodes, and they got rid of that. Yeah, and I thought they were going to go back to it when, into season two, and no, it really just turned into uh, fucking Sam being a demon and the fucking angel and shit. Right. I really, really liked the mystery hunting monsters aspect of things, mm-hmm. and they never really leaned into it that well. I did enjoy the Scooby Doo episode though. So the thing uh, that was really cool about Eerie Indiana was it came out a little ways after Goosebumps and yep. it hit at like this perfect time where like Goosebumps was like the shit from like nine to thirteen. Yep. Eerie Indiana, Eerie Indiana, ugh, came out like right after that. It was like a perfect show for not tweens but post tweens. Right. Like fourteen to sixteen. Yep. Maybe sixteen might have been a bit old for it, but. I mean, I, but man, I, this sounds dope. Yeah. Like, like, uh, I don't like Captain Ahab was involved in it, uh, a Bigfoot and still living uh, Elvis Presley. Yeah. It sounds like a monster of the week in every episode. Like, that sounds great. It sounds almost like Eureka from the sci-fi channel, yeah. which I absolutely loved. Only had, I know, I think I had two seasons. I don't like supernatural shows. Yeah. Um, I actually, cause you get scared. I, I, I enjoyed this. No, it's just always, I, <sighs> This is going to sound super shitty. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound really neckbeardy. Mm. I get really into the lore of things, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like the Monster of the Week stuff mm-hmm. treats it with as much lore and respect as it should have. Mm-hmm. Not respect. That's the wrong word. Mm-hmm. I just feel it's really haphazardly thrown together sometimes. Mm. Like like, mm-hmm. like Scooby-Doo, which I don't like. All right, shut. Moving on. How can you not like Scooby-Doo? I don't like it. Why? Because it's bad. Mostly. I'm going to need you to fucking check yourself. Hanna-Barbera cartoons were important, but they were shitty. There wasn't a good one. Same with Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes sucked. Merry Melodies sucked. Especially for our generation, I felt like if you were watching that, it's because something else wasn't on it. It was two in the morning and I was trying to fall asleep. That's when Looney Tunes was perfect. When I was too young to drink myself to sleep. I'll give you Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes was now our generation. Cartoons had evolved at that point. Mm -hmm. Scooby-Doo, in all its iterations, has 100% evolved with its times and has done a great job of taking its classic feel of these kids are trying to solve mysteries to help people and has, has turned and created and made it into things to, to something bigger than itself. 100% Scooby-Doo is easily the most important cartoon show in the past 
30 years to come out. They gave, uh, they they showed us, they were some of the first crossovers. They put the Harlem Globetrotters on the fucking map because nobody gave two shits about the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, so. yeah, you're right. No one gave har- two shits about the Harlem Globetrotters until Scooby-Doo came around. Same 100%. With Same with Batman. Batman never would have taken off. Nobody but, gave but two shits. St- nobody gave two fucking shits about the Harlem Globetrotters except for people in Harlem. 100%. They, if it wasn't, if it was, now. I don't know. Shut you know your this. fucking mouth. I am not done. If it was not for Scooby-Doo, 100% not, on a national fucking scale, would anybody know who the Harlem Globetrotters were? Who definitely 100% revolutionized not only entertainment, but sports as well. If it was not for that show, people in fucking Tulsa, Oklahoma would have no idea who the fucking Harlem Globetrotters were. Do you want to talk about a pup named Scooby-Doo while we're fucking at it? Because I will swing on you. All right? You don't want this fucking smoke, kid. Uh, the red herring in a pup named Scooby-Doo yeah. was legit. Yeah, it was. I, I liked that. Thank you. Also, the theme song was fucking fire. Yeah. Um, Fuck yeah, it was. That said, though, I don't know if you knew this or not, but just to defend the Harlem Globetrotters here a little bit, yeah, they trotted... The globe, <laughs> no, they, Charlie. Everyone they didn't. knew who they were. No, they didn't. Not until not until 1978 when uh, Scooby Doo and Friends aired their first episode. I'm gonna fact check you live here, quick. That's fine. I don't think it was 1978. I just remember that being the copyright on their episodes. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I remember that being the copyright on the, like their episodes. Yeah. It was like 1978. I don't remember why. It was probably in the actually more like the 80s, but. <sighs> I'll say this. There are Scooby-Doo series that I liked. Mm-hmm. They're not all shit. But okay. the main series was shit. The main... Sh- the main- 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, even though I had Scrappy doing it, I enjoyed it. And Vincent Price. Scra- Everyone shits on Scrappy-Doo. He was one of the best protagonists ever. Or antagonists ever. Fair. That's exactly what he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be an antagonist. Mm-hmm. To Scooby. In, in that respect, yeah. He was spot on. Constantine or Erie, Indiana. What's moving on? I, I kind of want to move ahead Constantine because they actually paid respect to him um, being a, a bisexual character in, okay. in the, the television show, which they did not. In like 2014, which they did not need to do. Correct. Okay. Well, they do. Uh, there's there are certainly issues with bi visibility. Well, you have to be one or the I, other because they're both more marketable than being bi. Sure, absolutely. Because general America doesn't understand what that is. You're absolutely correct on that. Um, but if if this did air on the CW, they 100 never had to lean into that. Oh, fair. Especially in 2014, when uh, LGBTQ representation was just barely a thing. Right. And it wasn't um, uh, financially or uh, socially important for them to do it. Right. Like it is in 2021 or 2020 specifically. Um, I'm thinking when we saw this really huge resurgence uh, and boom during uh, Pride. It was actually on NBC. Oh, wasn't on NBC? Probably did. Didn't need that. Okay, that's fair then. Portrayal. Um, So we're moving on. Constantine. Yep. Excellent. You got my fucking blood boiling right now with fucking Scooby-Doo. You make me trigger shy. 
to 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 say my feelings about things because uh, I hate here's a, the thing I just, hate a, I hate a lot of things and um, if I, you're they, gonna react so violently just for me spewing hate I just I I guess that's just not fair to me I I I understand I respect that I do and I understand again. Much like much like I explained to most people who don't like when um, I fucking talk shit. Mm-hmm. If y'all can't handle it, don't spit it because I have no problem fucking coming back. You know what I mean? Um, very much why I get cut out of most of our group chats. So right. because people want to talk shit. So then I talk shit back and then I get kicked out of groups. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to talk smack, you're going to get smacked up. That's right. I only hand out two things, hugs and hands. Uh, that was a quote um, by young Moneymaker Mike, uh, mm-hmm. who you've seen reprise his role of Moneymaker Mike yep. with Froggy Fresh. I really hate that you made that reference because that was going to be something in the next show. So thanks for that. Was uh, it really? Yeah, actually. Yep. You'll you'll find out. Okay. Um, I really like Froggy Fresh. I know you do. <laughs> Bracket number four. Tim, we got a read from Joe Gennaro. Oh, yeah, number we four. Do. yeah of course uh, once again shout out to joe janeiro um a patron a patron of ours mm-hmm. um at the, i believe at the big trucker tier nope i I'm, i don't know i think he's at the big trucker tier uh, but probably and for continuity reasons yeah sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. um of course head over to patreon.com slash professional casual get that here here's the thing we know what we want the membership cards to look like mm-hmm. i've started looking to get them printed like how to actually how we want to get them printed if we want to get like hard plastic card, like kind of like a credit card and then have the image printed on them and like rip off like a thousand of those or a thousand. <laughs> look, if we get a thousand of them, we never have to buy them again. And Fair. buying a thousand was actually why, the why don't we just print them out? I'll print them at work and then I'll laminate them at work. Shout out to Derek. I'm stealing your supplies. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, OK. That's fine. I mean, otherwise they're not handmade. If we buy them in bulk, this is supposed no, to be handmade, crafted. Uh, yeah, all right. I Listen, this. this was your you signed up for this. <laughs> I did, but I I had planned on having a nice, durable. It's never going to fade. Yeah, fade. We'll figure just it. like our love for our patrons. Yeah, yeah, and Joe Gennaro, honestly. Yeah, which uh, what does he got us? What is what would he like to promote this week? Here's here's why Joe Gennaro is so great. Yeah. He he paid us ten dollars yep. to sponsor the bracket for four weeks. Yep, and doesn't even bother to promote himself. No, he doesn't. He's been promoting other shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? A, he's just he's just a G. <laughs> anyway, the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network is your one stop shop for a majority of your nerdy needs. Mm-hmm. They have topics talking about everything coming out of the Marvel and DC movie and TV universes. They dive into the morphing grid to bring you a deeper look into the Power Rangers and. Uh, fuck. Then, they will light speed jump into the stars to talk about all things Star Wars. Oh. And much, much more. Check out the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network in your podcasting app of choice today. And enjoy hours of entertainment. Not only is he a nice guy. Yeah. Not only is he a huge friend of the show. Yeah. Not only are we huge fans of his. Mm Mm-hmm. Unlike every other motherfucker that's like available on podcast networks everywhere, right? He doesn't. He doesn't say that it's out there. No. He says you. You have one that you like. Yep. Use whichever one you you. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So 
let me tell you about Geek Ultimate Alliance because I actually listened to Geek Ultimate Alliance because he told me about the Power Rangers uh, show mm-hmm. that he's. I don't think he's always a part of, but he's definitely on as like uh, one of the co-hosts uh, occasionally and rotates through and stuff. Yeah, they have literally shows dropping. I think seven days a week. Okay, um, covering. I mean everything uh there there's a show currently going through wandavision there you know and a spoiler and they even tag it like hey spoilers ahead for episode four yeah don't don't watch this um the the they do comic reviews and and read comic stuff they do um batman the animated series they're ripping through that right now um and doing reviews it is extremely well deep dived they are i mean they're more professional than we are they actually have uh like just ads that play Oh, wow. Yeah. Like they're actually like legit and stuff. Yeah. Um, great. They're just great. They're absolutely great. Um, if you if you just want nerd content and you can pick and choose, that's the sweet thing. Like there was something that dropped the other day. There's uh, some like uh, girl specific hosts like or, or girl centric hosts. What is the fucking term I'm looking for here? There are shows that have females as their hosts. So if you want not fucking neck beards bitching about stuff. Listen to these girls bitch about stuff, you know, um, it, it's actually it's pretty legit. Um, I actually really like their their network and they're really great. Um, once I inevitably sell all my stock uh, here and I head over there, you know, it'll be a good time. Good thing about our stock is we keep that shit low, super low, so low that it's not worth selling. That's the way. That's how you get them to hold. GME. <laughs> Take note. Take be worthless. Fucking note. You know what? A lot of people say you're worth a million dollars. I say you're worthless. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's John Doe going up against a show that I literally just checked out the other day. I watched it when I was on break at work. Mm-hmm. Wolverine and the X-Men animated cartoon. Let's talk about John Doe. Stars Dimitri. Dimi, wow. It stars Dominic Purcell mm-hmm. as the sci-fi drama's titular 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 i like titular better um protagonist who uh has no memory of his past and seems to know everything about everything i immediately now do remember this show yep um it seems super dope it seemed like memento but like a like a actually gonna extend and be good i get it confused with early edition what maybe it was the same actor yeah, that's him. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. Um, yo, I loved I loved that show too. Early edition? Early edition was dope. He got yeah. the paper a day ahead of time and yeah. so he would go stop horrible things from happening. Yeah. That show was great. It was. I f- fucking forgot all about that show. Yeah. And then he finally and then he finally found out that there was like other guys getting papers. Yeah. yeah they were just super- using it to play the lottery. Yep, pretty much. Yo, good fucking god, good show. But John Doe. Um, he has no memory, but in the uh, in the opening scene of the series pilot, a mysterious man awaken, awakens on an island off the coast of Seattle, Washington, naked, with absolutely no memory of who he is or how he got there. However, a part of the details of his own past, John Doe, he as he has called to come to call himself, it seems like he has access to some total of all human knowledge. So he like he just knows a bunch of shit. Yeah, he's got to like you know solve shit. It's I remember this show when it originally aired. It was really good. It was really interesting. Um, I believe it was a Fox show. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that it got canceled or NBC potentially. 
I feel like it was Fox. I feel like it was that Thursday night drama slot on Fox. It I want to say it aired after 24. Yeah. In that like nine o'clock or 10 o'clock slot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of not surprised that it got canceled though. Like, cause of just, it's, it's slot, um, dropping. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it seemed like a really great show. I know people did like it. Um, but it got, you know, the life on a stick treatment and just got fucking canceled for no reason. Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous in my opinion. Cause it sounds actually pretty good, but Tim, it's going up against, uh, Wolverine and the X-Men. Mm-hmm. This is the fourth or fifth animated X-Men adaptations. Yeah. Wolverine and the X-Men follows the X-Men characters as they reunite with Wolverine, who is played by Steve Blum. Steve Bloom. Bloom. Massive voice actor. Yeah. Uh, Yes, he is. Spike and Cowboy Bebop. Yep. He is fucking everywhere. I think he was the Toonami voice for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. I knew that name. He is an absolute anime powerhouse. In order to prevent the looming war with Magneto's evil brotherhood of mutants, which we all know what evil stands for. Extra virgin inlaid lavender. Oh, is that what that stands for? Yep. You had something else. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Who want to take over the earth after mutants have been oppressed for their abilities. Every villain is likable. Evil. That's what it is. Yep. Yep. Uh, The series picks up after the events of the animated series uh, X-Men Evolution, which the anime style was very similar. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it was a maybe it was a CW show because I know X-Men Evolution was a CW show uh, because it was part of the um, WB kids lineup. Yeah. Um, you might be right. Yeah. It was like one of the, yeah, it was one of the only non DC things that were on there. I'm almost positive. I think that one was a Disney one. I thought that was like a Disney max. Cause they had like the ultimate Spider-Man X-Men evolution. I don't believe so. Cause I actually watched X-Men evolution and I did not get Disney. Gotcha. Yeah. Neither did I, but there was like that Fox family show that was somehow also Disney. That turned into free form. What a, then maybe then maybe maybe that's what it was. But I definitely I swear I remember seeing Wolverine on the water tower kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, in their promos. Um, but let me tell you about this. So I I wanted to check this out because I saw it on the list. I go, I've I've been burning my way through um animated series mm-hmm. uh on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus if you guys want to go check it out. Ooh. Um X-Men Evolution is way better. Let me just put it out there. I get why it got canceled. It's a little rough. It is prime everything that Tim hates about Wolverine. Yeah. It is. He literally first episode. He shows up. He immediately goes, uh, bye, bub. Hey, Slim. Yeah. Pretty much jumps on a fucking motorcycle and is about to take off. And then a horrible uh, thing. Well, right before he leaves. He fucking winks at Gene and Gene's like, okay, bye, Logan. I'll miss you. While fucking Scott is standing right there. And he's just like, really? Like you really? We're not even going to acknowledge that I'm standing here. Yeah. Like it was, it was fucking hilarious. And she, and they clearly were having an argument. Like he was kind of like the jock fuck boy, Mm -hmm. like version of Scott, like the normal nineties version of Scott. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, one of my favorite lines ever in an animated cartoon happens in this uh wolverine saves a small child uh during this explosion that happens um 
of course, but because he had his claws came out and they noticed that his skin was starting to heal. They're like, oh, fuck, it's a mutant. We haven't seen one of these in a while. He's one of the ones that's wanted on the on the television. Uh, a guy named Carl. <laughs> a guy named Carl calls the like mutant police, essentially. Yeah. And uh, he's like, get away from him, Randy. And uh, Randy's like, why? He's like, oh, I, ca- I called the, I called the, I think they're called the MRD or something like that. Yeah. They're on their way. He goes, you called the MRD? Why? He saved my, he saved my daughter. And he goes, because he had razors in his hand, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> that kills people, Carl. <laughs> like, I fucking lost it when I was watching this. Cause he like even even the way his face was drawn, in like exactly yeah. how you would expect that guy to say that. Um You might not know oh, this. It's so good. But I actually kind of like this show a little bit. Really? Yeah. Okay, why? Uh Nolan North, who yeah. voiced Deadpool in Wolverine versus Hulk. Okay. One of the best early adaptations of Deadpool we've seen. Yep. Um, was voiced by Nolan North as well. That's um, like one of like like probably the only good animated movie that Marvel ever put out. The Ultimate Avengers were good. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Because it was based on the Ultimate Universe. So right. A, but uh, no, it had a, it, it gave time to a couple of the characters that I liked that never really got a, a whole lot of time. And yeah. I'm not. It was only a couple episodes in one season. But uh, Marrow, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch. Yep. Um, got got a little more time I, than I was a little bummed that Spike wasn't there now. Yeah. Because like Spike was created specifically it was like an implant. Yeah. yeah for uh, because they needed a diversity hire. So. Um, right. And, and so they storm gave. storm wasn't totally around all the time. So, yeah. Yeah. So they created a character that could shoot spiky bones out of his body. Yeah. They pretty much made marrow. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, it was OK. I really dug the premise of X-Men Evolutions, seeing Toad and Blob as like high school kids. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I actually I super dug it. I, yeah. I actually really liked X-Men Evolution. This is and of course, this was the follow up. I think why it probably wasn't so successful was because of how fucking awful Wolverine actually was. And yeah. if you look most me, accurate Wolverine, I can't fault it for not yeah, playing. You're absolutely Wolverine. correct. You're absolutely correct. I will say this. If you love beast, the beast is all over the place in this show. Um, he's, he's one of the first ones because essentially it jumps a year. Um, after this, like, catastrophic thing that happens yeah. um it jumps a year and wolverine like fucking wakes up in a meadow and he's like where the fuck have i been for a year um and he immediately goes and finds beast and beast is the only one he can find and beast doesn't know where anybody else is yeah um it's so fucking good anyway uh so if you love beast this is prime beast this almost fixes everything that the movies ever did um on how bad beast was um i I thought Beast was good. I thought Kelsey Grammer played a great Beast. And I even hate think Kelsey Grammer. I hated Kelsey Grammer. It's beast. because you hate tossed salad and scrambled eggs. No, I just hate him as a human being. Oh, gotcha. And then you made him blue. That would, that would die. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna move ahead, Wolverine, in this one. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's gonna die a death next season or next episode. That's all right. But uh, or next <laughs> bracket. But um, yeah. No. It, I mean, I barely remember John Doe. Right. But, to this day, I would choose this one. Back then, yeah. I would probably choose this one. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, our first semifinal bracket, of course, can be brought to uh, you by you. Listen for the commercial at the end. Listen, guys, we're almost out of season two. Yeah. This this is going to go away after that. So strap in, kids. It's Freaks and Geeks versus Clone High. Oh, man, this might be the finals, actually, right yeah. here. Because I definitely want to go watch Clone High. I know that I will enjoy Freaks and Geeks. 
Yep. I am rock hard to run <laughs> home right now and watch Clone High. Yeah. Uh, Clone High, moving ahead. Clone High, moving right on. And then in our other semifinal I hope part- it lives up to the hype that I've made for myself yes. for it. Um, because otherwise I'm going to be real disappointed. I'm Yeah, I hope that it's... I hope it's everything that I want. I hope my expectations are really low. Yeah. And it's going to absolutely blow me away. I hope it's the big mouth for me. Yeah. Listen, yeah, I, I hope my, it's big mouth for you too, bud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we use that one, but... Well, no, I had just really low expectations and I ended up really liking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not bingeable, though. No. It, it, why? Because it's a show that glorifies pedophilia or? I wouldn't say glorifies pedophilia. Okay. I haven't watched it, but that's what I've heard about it. Um, I can see that. Yeah. I guess I could see that, but it actually, here's the thing. It actually takes Because my lobes are too big. If I hear that fucking sound bite on TikTok one more time, I'm going to lose my shit. You're abs- that's absolutely fair. I will say this. I wish that Big if they had taken Big Mouth, cleaned it up to maybe like a PG-13 level and showed me to it when I was going through puberty, my understanding of how my body worked would have been a lot better. Yeah, fair. Yep. 100%. Uh, but I get the I get the pedophilia aspect of it. I could see why people would get offended by it. That's why it's on fucking Netflix, because nobody watches Netflix anymore. Sure. Um, it is Constantine versus Wolverine in the X-Men. Oh, this is actually a solid matchup. Yeah. Um, Constantine should have had more seasons. Wolverine didn't need any more. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I From what I've heard about it, I actually like the concept of Constantine. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually like the movie with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, it was a DC comic. And it didn't have Green Lantern in it, so I probably wasn't going to read it. But if I was, I probably would have read it. Yeah. Um, I also like Dead Man, and I know Dead Man kind of jumps around in that universe uh, yeah. with Swamp Thing. So, um, yeah, I could see that. Um, Justice League Dark had both Constantine and Dead Man. If you ever checked that out. And Zatanna. Oh, she's so hot. Mm. Shout out to... Uh, Zatanna? Well, there's a uh, there's a stupid hot girl I follow on Instagram who does a cosplay of her. Oh. Yeah. Super dope. She also does a Bull Nakano uh, cosplay. I guess kind of a cosplay. It's what's what's that? That's Bull like Nakano. A, Bull like Nakano. A, a grain dish. No, <sighs> fucking Christ. Bull Nakano is one of the greatest female Japanese wrestlers of all time. She had. Oh. The, uh, you may remember from WCW. She used to have her hair like straight up blue. She used to have like a like she used to paint her face with like a crack. Like a blue yes. crack all over it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She does like a Bull Nakano like uh, cosplay. It's stupid hot. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but I started I was... mixing um, PB Fit uh, into my oatmeal in the morning. I call it my bowl. I'm gonna have a Bull Nakano. I feel like towards the end of the season, you are just trying to find ways to irritate me because I irritated you so much in the past. No, it's more like I get yelled at and then I don't kind of know how to respond at all. So I'm just going to my my basic vices, which are. I, poke I the bear. Poke the bear. Yeah. yeah okay. I don't know why I That's want fair. that to come back out. Ever. I mean, I've already I've already self-policed myself and saying I only get one outburst an episode. Yeah. So. Strap. So it's like I'm safe. <laughs> like I'm terrified yeah. of it the whole time, but after it's happened, like yeah. I feel like yeah, all right, we're through it. Yep, one hundred percent. Um, it's our finals, Tim. Yeah, it's Clone High versus uh, Constantine. What deserves to be known as the greatest show to only have one season? What should have had another season? It's the show that you want to go watch versus the show that you actually did check out a little bit. Yeah. Um. I'm going to go Clone High here, and here's why. Okay. Clone High came out... Cl- Clone High is significantly more dated. Yeah. Um, 
than Constantine was. Constantine was just a handful of years ago. Sure. Too early to reboot. Yep. Clone High? Yeah. It honestly not only holds up yep. super well, yep. comedy holds up and would be perfect for the day. It mm-hmm. was before its time. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I want more right now. I haven't even watched it yet. Right. And I'm furious that there's not a second season. Someone's got to get this shit fucking back on the air now. Yeah. With with situations like Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, constantly re relighting yeah. and greenlighting uh, fucking shows that don't need to be rebooted. Mm-hmm. We don't need another fucking season of Fuller House. It was Full House was garbage back in the day. It didn't need a fucking reboot. Yeah. The only thing that that show was good for was the absolute ether that they shot at Mary Kay and Ashley that first episode of the first season. I mean, just that entire season was just bashing them for not wanting to come back on the show. Oh, it was fucking awesome. Really? Yeah, it was fucking awesome. And then the show turned That's to kind shit. of shitty. No, it was fucking awesome. No, they were forced into acting. They never actually wanted to do it or be there. And as soon as they were emancipated, they no longer acted. Yeah, I know. And then they have like this. Six, well, that's not true. Uh, New York Minute with the movie. So Clone High is going to win this one. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I really want to go watch this show. Yep. It sounds fucking awesome. Do you want to uh, do you want to watch an episode and put up a, a Patreon thing about it? Yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll watch it. We'll watch, I'm, depending on how long we might watch the whole series. Yeah. If it's like six episodes, they're only a half hour long. Yeah. I will 100% just watch all of them and then we'll do like just like we did with uh, The Princess Bride. Yeah. So this is apparently turned into the greatest show we've never watched. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there you go. Of course, folks, if you did like this show, go check out Joe Gennaro at Comic Book Rundown first mm-hmm. off. Thank you again, Mr. Gennaro. Without you, we literally probably wouldn't be able to do this show yeah. uh, anymore. You, you gave us an extra topic. But if you liked this show, please check out the other amazing shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Tim, plug whatever you want. I don't care anymore. Okay, Sundays we have a grim stream of Paris lore. This is when Dan uh, streams on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Professional Casual Network every Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. He goes through Warhammer fantasy lore. It's pretty awesome. It's Dan in his element. Make sure to check it out. Monday is Lost Omens, which is a Pathfinder 2 uh, second edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast hosted by our own Danielle Cole. It has Throw Lash Gaming to, um, Taylor himself. It has Ben Relaford of the Carton Cast and the Watchtower Podcast. It's got myself. It's got Dan. It's got Jay Bizzles uh, from Gapapa. Also, Monday nights, every Monday night, your Monday night crisis fight. It's hella tight. All right. It's oh yeah, the power fight. Now that I'm not there, I don't. I don't actually care. Yeah, fair. You know, um, I mean, I care about the show and I just don't care about the tagline anymore. Right. Right. Uh, no, I don't say that to annoy you. I don't know why Dan is trying to push that. Uh, I do it because <laughs> I'm literally because I'm literally just not all together. Sure. Most of the time. Yeah. You're you slip in and out of consciousness constantly. Regularly. Yeah. Well um, documented on the show. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's where we play some Marvel Crisis Protocol uh, live every week. Check yeah. it out. It's a hugely adequate time. I would I would argue it's it's a good twenty minute hang. Yeah, like pop in there, say hi to the chat. Somebody will say hi to you. See what's going on. Yeah, make fun of me, make fun of Dan, make fun of Chuck. Remember to you remember to use those points and make those guys take their glasses off. Yeah, yeah. Um, Has anybody done it other than me? Yeah, Danny did it on the flagship show. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like while we were getting ready to close down, someone else did it to me and Danny. I think during our game too. Okay, it was you. 
No, oh, yeah, I happens. did it. I did it to you and Dan because I made the oh, game okay. just go that much longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tuesdays, uh, Wednesdays is when we drop all of our Patreon content. Uh, fucking hot loads. Yeah, you can get the videos for yep. every one of our shows: the Lost Omens podcast, Good Papa, Elite Eight Showdown. Uh, you'll also that's where you'll get. Uh, Wait, did I roll a wild? You'll get the Grim Stream of Perilous Lore podcast version, mm. as well as tons of bonus uh, stuff. Dan is running a new Warhammer Fantasy roleplay um, game that will be on the Patreon only at the $10 tier above. Um, if you're at the $10 tier or above, also you can make an NPC for that game that'll be featured in it, which is super cool. Dope. Tons of stuff happening there. Thursdays is a Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. This is a Warhammer Fantasy roleplay fourth edition actual play uh, where we play very similar to D&D. It's an actual play, but in a, uh, a darker, grimier uh, universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a great time. Uh, uh, heavily it, I would, yeah, if if D&D is kind of like certain sorcery high fantasy, this, this is, is low fantasy. This is low fantasy, grim dark almost. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like people dying. Yeah. If you like skulls, there's skulls everywhere. Yes. Yeah. It, it, is, it is somewhat Game of Thronesy in its... Um, fantasy setting yeah it, it is very dirty and dark and bad things are happening there is some magic there is that element to it mm-hmm. and there is some influences from very dark gods and stuff like that it's 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 a really good time yeah uh fridays obviously you're here you're checking it out elite eight showdown um check it out you're here yeah head over to that big chucker tier three dollars a month mm-hmm. you'll get to see the unedited video yeah, you pretty much you're going to give us three dollars that one month. You're going to watch a video and go, fuck these guys. And then yeah. you're going to stop watching it because we cut a lot out of this show. Yeah, we do. We cut a lot of inappropriate stuff out of this show. Mm-hmm. And just remember, it was all a joke. For legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> um, but yeah. And of course, check out my friends and hopefully you are soon. Uh, wreck my podcast. The Craiger show really mm-hmm. over there um except for when he's not on it. it's madison and uh jordan i i like jordan a lot jordan's grown on me quite a lot yeah you guys like are like a, friends again like a sebaceous cyst yeah like a tapeworm yeah yeah he's See? a part of you now there's yeah. just something you can do about it mm-hmm. yeah actually uh, no cam is more like a tapeworm really yep um because we consume a lot of the same media Oh, okay. So so much like a tapeworm living inside me, consuming a lot of what I eat. Sure. Uh, he is more of a tapeworm. I very much feel like you have genuinely become friends with all of them, and I, uh, if anything, have divided my friendship even more with them hmm. uh, to the point where uh, Craiger won't even return my phone calls. So, <laughs> Well. Uh, I did accidentally start. I mean, I legitimately accidentally started a pool about when his him and his girlfriend were going to break up. Yeah. So I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. He also said if I ever wanted to play Call of Duty, like just let him know because he felt really bad about that. He apologized a lot. Yeah. I was at work and uh, Craig was one of those people that until you um, respond, he just keeps talking. Yeah. Well, he just keeps feeling bad because he because I would check it. Yeah. So it'd be marked oh, so that it was seen. It was red. So I was living on red. I'm just like, I'm fucking at work. Oh, dude. he's still mad. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want to. Craig so Craiger. caring. I love Craig. I, I'm not mad. Will you, will Craiger, will you be my leprechaun for Aww, Mar- St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day since we missed Valentine's Day already? Yeah. You know? That's really nice. Yeah. And of course, Breaker Remains Power Hour, of course, because why wouldn't somebody steal our gimmicks? Yeah. Check out Big Underscore Bane over on TikTok, who is now um, just ripping off our gimmick on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Our, our entire gimmick was 
Uh, listen, we're kind of shitlords and we have no followers whatsoever. Let's attack people that are bigger than us. Yep. So that they talk about us on their show. Yep. And now Bade's doing it to us. We're being big underscore leagued. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right? I think that's yeah. the term. Yeah, big underscore leagued. Absolutely by yeah. big underscore Bane. B-A-Y-N. I wish he would learn how to spell his name. Yeah. He spells it wrong every time and it drives me nuts. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, I have been your host, Big For Tim, he got canceled before he even aired. France, we say goodbye, stay safe, and remember to leave the blood on the bracket. This has been Elite 8 Showdown. I really like that drop. Yeah, me too. That's hot. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, it's your boy and host of Elite Eight Showdown, Big Chuck. Do you have a business, online store, Facebook, Instagram, OnlyFans, or anything else that you would want to advertise on Elite Eight Showdown? Well, we want you to sponsor the brackets. Right now, we are offering you the opportunity to advertise your business, product, or anything else. Maybe you're a cosplayer, performer, artist musician looking to reach new fans maybe you're a gamer or content creator who wants to get their twitch facebook gaming youtube or podcast advertised right now in this introductory offer you can sponsor one bracket over four shows for just ten dollars that's right just ten dollars and you'll get a month worth of advertising nobody is offering a deal like this Email us for review and approval at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com in the subject line. Put Elite 8 Showdown Bracket Application. Give us just a brief description of what you'd like to advertise as well as any links for approval. All applications will be considered and reviewed before approval. Elite 8 Showdown has hundreds of downloads every show all over the world and we are growing and gaining more every week. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. Subject line, Elite 8 Showdown, bracket ad application.